kick back, unwind, and enjoy the ride. J.T. Pendy with The Now on Late City Nights. Jeff Willis, thanks for joining us. Hey, good to be here again. Yeah, how you doing, man? I'm doing doing good. Doing Been sky watching? A little bit, but we haven't really seen anything. Uh, a couple of my Skywatcher friends have been able to get get some things on video, and they've been seeing stuff. But I've been watching, but I haven't I haven't seen anything lately. So maybe I they knew you were going to talk about the report today, so they didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, <miss things> my <laughs> other. Yeah, my friend, my other Skywatcher friend was talking about this uh, uh, the other like just yesterday on text message. He told me that he was looking for like three days straight and didn't see anything. And then he finally saw, got something. So it's just like a waiting game, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, what we're going to talk about today, so people know, is this uh, report, this preliminary assessment UAP report from the government. And uh, right. anybody that's into sky watching uh, knows of this report and was waiting for it. It comes from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. And uh, it's just a, an assessment of unidentified aerial phenomena. And everybody that's a Skywatcher in the UFO has been waiting for this because we wanted to know what the government knows or what they think they know. And in my opinion, it turns out they don't know anything or they're not telling us. They're still not telling <clears throat> us anything. So yeah, they're telling us the same thing they told us uh, 20 years ago, basically 30 years ago. So. Yeah, and their scope and assumptions page list. Oh, let's go. Let's go. ODNI, IAA, uh, SECDEF, UAP, UAPTF, USG, um, IC, um, ONI, DARPA, FAA, NOAA, NGA. I mean, it goes on and on. They're just like they're just throwing all this stuff out there to try to sound, uh, you know, interesting or, or important or something. And really, they're just it was nine pages, and like you said, it was about really about six pages because there was two or three pages of just explanations. One full page of all this, all these intelligent areas that are supposedly involved in this, um, and right. uh, it's just it, it's it's ridiculous. I don't even I don't even know where to start. So what do you know about <laughs> it? <laughs> well, what I know about it was what we already knew about it to begin with, from what the government told us from before, was they again admitted that UFOs are real and there is something there and we're able to get something on video and there's something physically there however they don't know what they are which they've told us before in uh, the Project Blue Book the end of the report in Project Blue Book and they told us that uh, they're the, the, the most interesting uh, aspect to this report this new report was that they what they said which we already knew to begin with in the first place was that they said that these objects are a threat to aircraft which right. i thought was interesting which we already knew that uh but also project blue book uh a special report 14 talks about all of the all of the uh the 10 percent of objects that they couldn't identify which are in this report, this new report, are being classified as is uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon. So right. uh, we already knew they were a threat. A matter of fact, back in the beginning of the uh, 
Foo Fighter era and before World War uh, Two, when the in World War One, when they were seeing these objects, these what they dubbed as Foo Fighters, which would fly around, uh, alongside of the military's airplanes, and right. they didn't know what they were, but they thought maybe they were an enemy, like a German enemy or uh, you know an adversary's enemy, so they they named them Foo Fighters, and a matter of fact, there was an incident. Uh, that one of the, our Air Force pilots chased one of these Foo Fighters one time, and he they he ended up they, they going uh, off the uh, off the radio, and they didn't know where he was, where his plane was. It went off radar for for a few minutes, and they found his plane crashed. Uh, I think a few days later in the area, and he was dead. So, uh, maybe they. After that incident, they they said it's probably not a good I- idea to chase these things. So that probably directive was gone out way before even World War Two, not to chase. See, that's what things. that's not what gets engage. me. So, yeah. Every time we hear about UFOs or something, we hear <clears> about how we engage them or we chase them down or something. And well, all I'm saying is our pilots. Well, Flying what around I was gonna, going, hey, look at that thing, look at that thing. It's well, like yeah, if, you know. and I was going to stop you there because I made a mistake right there. Uh, the new pilots that, I think the directive was what this guy did, this uh, this pilot that was found with his plane crashing and him dead from chasing one of the things, he actually fired on the UFO. Oh, right. So, right. That, and the, so that's the difference. If our military, I noticed our newer jets and these newer reports and these new eyewitnesses and these new pilots that come out say they chase the UFO, and the right. UFO always outruns them or outmaneuvers them or plays cat and mouse, lets them catch up a little bit, then all of a sudden he's gone, they disappear, or they are way far away on radar than they were a second ago, like hundreds of, of miles like, you know, they were right on its tail, and then the, on the radar, they, it disappears, and then on the radar, it shows it's like a hundred of miles away, you know. Right, so they're right. just playing games with our pilots. But as long as they don't fire on these things, I think they might be safe because they show the, uh, the aggression. I think one of the military, one of the most, uh, the, the report, that TV show called Unidentified, that right. you're, I'm sure you're familiar with. Oh, I think yeah. In, yeah. In, se- in season two, they were, I think, in South America, I believe, or in Brazil, or so, one of those countries. I can't remember uh, right offhand. I've only watched half the season two. I've, uh, you need to finish it up. But uh, you know, even though it's been out there for a while, but uh, one of the pilots said that he fired on the UFO, and the UFO absorbed all of the bullets and just did not move and stay there. And it reminded me of the you know the battle of la in world war ii where they saw this ufo in the sky out the off the coast of la and they fired like millions of rounds at this thing and didn't even move and it didn't even do anything and a matter of fact some of the anti-aircraft gunfire that they fired fell to the ground and and damaged houses and and I think it even killed some killed people. Some yeah, of the, I thought it some killed of the it. shrapnel. Yeah, yeah, and this thing just sat there even and just took it all and absorbed it, and and it reminded me of that. And this military guy said he fired everything he had on it, and it just like took it, and they weren't killed or they weren't blown out of the sky or anything like that. But it makes me wonder, you know, it's got the advanced technology, 
it's taking all these hits, but it's not really taking any hits. It's probably stopping every single projectile that you fire at it, stopping it right in front of the, the, this object, and then absorbing it, and they're looking at all this technology that you're hurtling at it, and they're and analyzing it. They're taking it away somewhere. And to to, me, to test to find our it's where we're at in our technology. Well, to me, you it know? seems like th instances like that um, would be more credible of a you know a, a UFO something from not from here, not from our planet. Yeah, and I see that. I see the instances of pilots you know chasing these things around, and like the one you said where he got fired on, and then he you know all of a sudden they found his plane you know crashed and he's dead another time that sounds like more of like human beings to me like you fired on me i'm gonna fire on you type of thing yeah so i think well, that aliens <clears throat> with the kind of technology they have wouldn't even need, they don't even worry about us right now like yeah you, saying, you would think they're just that, checking but, it out yeah you would think that but this report from the the guy that was killed it was a pretty spectacular sighting and and the thing was like playing cat and mouse with them and and it was uh like a visual like saucer it was like i think this was a day like more of a daylight uh chase right. uh, and uh and this thing killed him but like you said you know i mean we don't know like there's aliens out there that might not might not be too friendly or whatever or some of them might be you know we don't know right. but right but yeah i mean well they're they, classifying they're taking... these things as they say there are probably multiple types of uaps and they require different explanations based on the range of appearances and the behaviors described uh, in the available reporting. So what they're saying is they fall into one of five potential uh, categories. And that the categories are airborne clutter, uh, natural at atmospheric phenomena, USG or U.S. industry yeah. developmental and, programs. And, and, this and, is, and we've heard this report before. This is just a rehashed report from Project Blue Book from the late 60s. It, they've already put that uh, identification thing out there about right. uh, atmospheric and misidentification and everything like that. And they boiled it all down to the special report 14, which was the the report on all the objects that were put in the uh, not identified, like the, the all the objects that were not identified that fit outside of that of that box. See, it's like what Stanton Freeman always used to say in, in all of say in all of his speeches and and uh, all of his DVDs and stuff like that, is we don't care about the misidentifications and we don't care about the atmospheric phenomenons. We we only care about the ten percent of the unidentified ones. It's like right. like he always said. He said, "I want the basketball player that is uh, you know over six feet tall that actually can make the." The, the actual who we want to <laughs> know about the the you know the rip, the real stuff not we don't care about all that other stuff and that right. and that's the point he always made because they always give us that they always give us all this other junk with the other stuff together and we don't we don't care about all that you know? and they're saying that UAPs probably lack a single explanation which is just more confusing well they so, do I mean yeah. it goes from and that's the point then you know somebody that sees a, a bag in the sky or a balloon in the sky that thinks it's an orb or a UFO that reports it to a UFO reporting center and it gets into this pile of information it doesn't belong in that cat it belongs in it belongs in that category and then separated into the pile 
of possible misidentification pile. You know, it doesn't fit the report of of an unknown. It might go into that unknown category because there's not enough information there, but it doesn't make it a, an alien spacecraft or a true unknown. I mean, th there's a very few percentages that of sightings and actual videotape that would point that that is a possibility that that right. uh, that sighting could fall into that. I mean, that's the whole point of them change. That's probably the whole point of them changing it from UFO to uh, a AIP uh, or uh, UAP, you know, aerial yeah. or yeah yeah a aerial phenomenon, uh, <coughs> um, uh, because of the fact that anything could be a UFO, anything that's unidentified in the sky could be a UFO. It doesn't mean it's alien. A balloon right. that's you know that someone you know sees that thinks it it's behaving uh, abnormal that, that tricks them into thinking it could be some type of alien or ufo or or what have you you know yeah, so I mean, yeah they change yeah. i think that's why they changed it to uap to try to get away from all that but right. now you bring up a whole different problem with with trying to recategorize it because right. most people don't want it recategorized most people say now the government the government our own government is calling it uap well, now right. we really don't want to call it UAP because anything the government tells us to do is probably not in our best interest to begin with. So well, there's a lot a of cover-up right there. You know, I'm so. somewhat upset that they're so um, unable to, to define any of this stuff, really. <laughs> I, mean, I, could, I could have come up yeah. with this report. You know what I mean? Well, like, the, I could have well, just wrote it up real quick. The problem is, is they're not declassifying the real right report yeah. like you said they do know the real report you you said this came out from the cia right um, well central intelligence agency basically yeah. director so of national intelligence yeah so that's basically the secretary or the guy that sits at the desk of the of the you know the the headquarters where all the secrets are kept okay so right. no report's going to be leaked out through that way you know that's anything classified or anything that's going to scare anybody but think about the CIA reports that are not uh, that are not declassified. The the secret, the real yeah. stuff, which is in that vault, which are reports probably of uh, things that they know about of of landing UFOs, of yeah. landed trace cases, of actual physical proof that's been left behind or or evidence caught on uh, military or central intelligence agency or any type of federal, uh, you know, spying operation that has captured or recorded video of human interaction with e aliens or UFOs. And or I, I think like we're that. beyond this this stuff now. I think that they just yeah. need to release it so that I think we're yeah. at the point in our 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 future or our time where we can we can accept this you know it, yeah i think so because like you said like uh or what i was trying to uh get out also was that uh if you know Stephen greer the guy that you know is really involved in a lot of the higher up uh you know uh the you know in the government trying to get the you know the information released to the people you know the right. guy that that guy well back yeah. about 25 years ago he was just like a regular sky watcher and he would go out and and he would 
shine flashlights at these these craft in the sky and during these sky watches, and they would shoot an uh, or shine a light back, which showed uh, you know communication. Yeah, intelligence. Which is basically a C a CE five, you know, or CE four, however you want to look at it, but. If a man that can just gather skywatches and shoot video like me or Stephen Greer and get video of a communication, then the CIA, and this happened 20 years ago, then the CIA and all these higher-up spying agencies have to have better proof than just than that. And that's pretty darn good evidence of proof, being videotaped yeah, of communication. So that means that they have it. They have it. They just won't declassify it and, and let it out, like you said, because the problem is that they're they're afraid of something. They're af- they they're afraid we can't handle it. Is is what you're what you're thinking, and I think everybody else is thinking that thinking that too. And I think yeah. that's what they're thinking, that we can't handle the truth or we can't handle it. Mm. So, yeah, I think that I in the next maybe twenty years, that there's going to be a whole new generation of people in these positions that. Um, we're trying to pull information out of now. And I think that it'll be much easier to find out this information. But right now, I think we're still holding on to this 60s era, 70s era people that are saying, no, we can't let this out. We're paranoid people. This might be a national security thing. Well, if, yeah. it's, a, a, if it's a threat to our national security, shouldn't we know about it? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's it's the like, thing. There's no good excuses for them anymore to, to stop this. At one time, it was like, oh, it's the communists. It might be Russia. We don't if want Russia do, to know these things. Now it's I we mean, don't have these problems anymore, so we need to yeah. know this stuff now. Yeah, and they kind of let a little bit out by saying that they're the unknown part is the ones that are truly unknowns, the ones that aren't all these other explanations, the ones that are unknowns that we do, we don't know what they are. I mean, I don't know if that's a true statement or not. I mean, whether regarding aliens, if we know that they're aliens or not, I'm not sure. I don't think that's a true statement. But the other statement, uh, I mean, because I think they knew. I think they do know. I think they do have some evidence leaning that way, one or the other. Uh, but the other thing about them being a threat to air traffic and to the military air traffic uh, now for them to come out that far, I think that was that was as far as they would let them go, because in an unstable world like we are in today, they're probably thinking that that is as much as they can admit. Because if they go any further than that, that then that could cause a dis. It, it may cause. I mean, a lot of people think they can handle it, but they're afraid maybe we can't, and it's kind of. You know, they're just playing it safe because by telling you already that they're a th- air th- that they're a threat to air traffic, that could tank the economy right there with it with with travel and uh, coming out of this right. pandemic and all that with air traffic and stuff just barely getting started. That's pretty bold to be coming out and at least saying that you know. So right, right. Uh, a lot of people that really believe in this stuff that 100%. I don't know if that's gonna stop them from flying you know but you know it could you know so generally the way people work is is they don't stop doing stuff until people start dying yeah exactly and they haven't really been a threat to air traffic really i mean they can be but with commercial it's never been a problem for commercial air traffic too much i mean there's never been a crash and i don't think i think that whatever these things are 
if they're intelligent and they're controlled by something that's higher technology, I think they're well aware of which traffic is commercial and which traffic is military. I'm sure they oh, have the, yeah. uh, uh, the utmost intelligence to decipher that without a doubt. So they're probably not, but they put that out there and I don't know why they would put that out there, but there has been a couple incidences where some airlines have had encounters that where they actually actually hit a, a objects before. So it's my, it's something to put out there, which is it's true that they could be, but it's probably not a normal thing that they would be a threat. I think if they were a threat to us, we would be um, gone already. I mean, yeah. what are they waiting yeah. for? You know, what would they wait for for us to get? even more technology advanced before they attacked us. I don't, I don't think people of that high of intellect come all this way to you know, shoot down a, a 747. Yeah, so I, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. So uh, this, this report is just, it's a bunch of BS is what it is. And it's, yeah, it's basically just saying, yeah, and, and it's just saying, we don't know. We don't know what it is, you know. And yeah, that should the make real you happy. Report, yeah. The, the real reports are the reports that John Greenwald has gotten from the Freedom of Information Act and at the blackvault.com. Black he's pulled some incredible stories from the, the, the intelligence agency, stuff that they wanted that, that they will never admit. He, he'll hold that document in front of Congress and, and they would read it and be blown away and then they would have to try to get those people to you know on the on the platform to explain themselves about these projects and they would never show up those people right. would never and they would never be they would probably never be allowed to be subpoenaed in the first place but there's some pretty uh you know there's some stuff going out there going on out there in area 51 like there's something to it there's something to the the project looking glass and these other projects that other people scientists have leaked out because the the information is is real, I mean there's certain aspects yeah. about it. There's not much out that you can. I mean you'd have to. Depends on what the file was that you were looking at. But I mean, if you went through all of the blackvault.com stuff that John Greenwald's pulled out, you there's no doubt about it that there's something to it. So. You know. Well, yeah. But anybody that's seen, like uh, the Black Triangle over Phoenix, that was. To me, that's that's undeniable. You know, you can't say that didn't happen because so many people saw it, and people actually saw the craft. Oh yeah. And saw how it people. was kind of see-through or or it was kind of halfway cloaked or something. You know, there's different explanations for it, but yeah, a lot of was, people it, saw all kinds of stuff yeah. that night. So now, there has. To I'm be not saying that that was aliens, but I'm saying that obviously there's something going on where we're building, you know, much higher tech things than you know, an F-15 or 747 or, or something like that. I mean, there's there's something going on here, and we really need to get to the bottom of it. It's our money that's funding this stuff, you know what I mean? So whether it's a UFO from outer space or something that we built, we still need to know, and we live here. It's, it's yeah. If it's a threat to our national security, that's our national security and our safety. And in my opinion, yeah. people don't have the right to keep that from us. So I think, like I said, I think right now that – there's a bunch of people that are fading out that have been in power for you know decades, and there's going to be a bunch of new people that are coming in that are probably more apt to release this information over time over the next 10 yeah. or 20 years. Yeah, and that, pro that probably will happen for sure. Yeah. 
it's just a whole new generation that wants to know, you know. So right now, I think it seems to me almost like when I think about it, that there's two factions and one's pushing to release it and one's pushing to keep it secret. So they release a report like this and it kind of makes everybody happy on that end, but it kind of really doesn't make anybody happy on our end. So, yeah. So we'll just have to keep watching, man. We need people like you out there. Keep watching and keep, uh, you know, keep keep getting stuff on video so they can't, you know, keep releasing ridiculous reports like this and expect us just to believe that we don't know anything. You know, if oh, you don't yeah. know anything, then we we need a new government if they don't know anything. Honestly, yeah, we need new people. I'll, you know, yeah, and I'll keep putting it out there. As a matter of fact, we're working on a new DVD right now that should be out in a by by October. It should be out by October. And it's gonna feature. What's it it's gonna be. It's gonna be called Sky Gods. Nice. Yeah, and it's uh, actually gonna feature like five different Sky Watchers that shoot the best footage, in my opinion, in, in the world. Really, I mean, and I'm one of them, but of course, but I always put myself in there because I, you know, I always shoot new footage that has to be seen, and right. a lot of people don't, you know, when you're when you're a tiny like ufologist, and I call all of us that because the no one, like you said, no one really listens to us. You know, right. they, <laughs> only our little groups of UFO people. That the whole, you know, everybody that believes 100% in UFOs is our group. You know, they'll listen right. to us. They'll buy our videos, and they they believe it. You know, so right. we're preaching to the we're preaching to the choir, but they like you know that's what we do. And the new people that join, they you know, they join the fold, they're now in the club and they know that they're real, you know. Well, that's what I was so, going to say. We're yeah. preaching to the choir, but we're just going to have to keep increasing the number of that choir so that yeah. eventually there's so many, the choir is so big that they, they'll have to hear us no matter where yeah. they are. So, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and so, yeah. yeah. And so I was going to say, you can see the all the new uh, updates and stuff at UFOfootage.net uh, UFO and UFOsOverPhoenix.net. And uh, those two sites will be having the updates on the DVD. But right now, also, you know, on ufofootage.net, um, you can help us out by donating there, you know, to help us with the DVD. Because you know, we do yeah. all this on our, with, without, you know, all the productions out of our own pocket. So right. anything that people can help with. We're actually doing something fun right now that we put on Facebook that a anybody, you can, there's a link but you know, forget about Facebook. You can just go to ufofootage.net and and do it and see the donate button right there. But right. Uh, anybody that donates over the next three months, it'll be considered that they're helping us for this project. So we're going to put your name in the credits as uh, a excellent. contributing uh, as a contributing force to help this thing get out there. This thing, Great. this DVD, get done and finished. So we'll put your name in the credits as a contributor. Anybody that donates over the, all the way to uh, probably September, like mid-September, okay. anybody that gets in can get in on the game by going to ufofootage.net, and you'll see our big banner there, Sky Sky Gods, for the new DVD, and you'll see the, the way to the donate buttons right there. You can't miss it. So, yeah, that's what's going on the next four months here. Perfect, so. Ben. And well, I appreciate you coming on, and we're gonna do it again. We'll just keep we'll just keep people updated as uh, things happen, 
And, and keep uh, out on uh, keep uh, people go to the YouTube channel and and subscribe and it's uh, you can get there from ufofooters.net and you can also get there from ufosoverphoenix.com you can get to my YouTube channel and subscribe there at the YouTube because that will keep you updated to all the new footage because the new right. footage hits the channel first before it goes anywhere else so right and how many videos do you have on on your channel oh. Gee, I don't know. Probably over a hundred, at least. I mean, nice. not not everything makes it because we're kind of skeptical on a lot of stuff. We don't want to put, right? You know, you know, too much. If it looks too much like it might not be unexplainable, we're not going to put it up there. But a lot of sky watchers fall into that problem where we're shooting a lot of video that look that orb videos. A lot of orb videos. They a lot of balloons can look like an orb. So you got to be right. kind of careful right. with that stuff. You know. If you see strings, you just definitely can't post that kind of stuff because a lot of, I mean, I don't know much how much time we are we have right now, but there's a whole field of UFO researchers that believe that UFOs can become balloon-looking objects with strings, and that the right. string is like what they call they call it a balloon mimic, and they straight right. up think UFO orbs can turn into balloons and look like balloons to trick people and stuff like that. And I don't go that far. I'm not one of these believers that believe that um, of UFO mimics. I mean, I well, believe you seem like to me your videos seem like you're posting the ones that you can't explain. That's all. Yeah, that's what yeah. They are. And I, I would say if a if a UFO can camouflage itself or turn itself into a hologram to make itself look like something that's something that's sky just sky garbage or balloons or plastic bags and stuff like that then I believe that if aliens are so advanced and they're so, you know, their technology is so far up there, I believe it's possible that they could probably do that. But I find it highly improbable that if you see a balloon with a string on it, that it's not, it's what it is, is a balloon right, with a string yeah. on it. And definitely yeah, I agree with that too. Man. But there's a whole group of people that are either... And I don't know if I can't. I don't want to swear on the show or whatever. But I would say bat you something swear crazy. <laughs> you know, I would say they're bat something crazy, and they believe that balloons or alien ships can become balloons and look like it. So, and they, they got this whole group on Facebook where, and what it is is they're just people that are videotaping stuff in the sky that just don't want to come to the conclusion. They want to. They they don't want to just admit what they got is normal and try to right. be somebody and try to go on there and post their stuff and say, oh, these are aliens or whatever. And these right. people are just completely crazy. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. I don't I've get it. I've seen a few of them. I, I don't if understand I was, it. <laughs> well, if I was to be out there like you, I would be I would be highly skeptic. You know, I would be breaking down everything that I videoed and making sure oh, yeah. that I couldn't That's see solar panels or I couldn't see a string on a balloon. You know, it would have to be things that were legitimately unidentifiable that's what i yeah would and that's how i was brought into this field was by a skeptic observer that actually you know ushered us through you know all the problems you know because i was kind of trained by other sky watchers and so right. i was shown where all the pitfalls were where all the you know all i was shown all the warnings all the all the red flags like now like there's people uh, I don't know, have you seen a lot of cylinder UFO video footage from p these cylinders I've in the daytime? Yeah, I've seen some, yeah. Well, some of them are spider webs. And from, the tr from a person that sees a video, 
on YouTube that says it's a UFO cylinder from the person that just watches it, it does really look like it is a UFO or a, a big cylinder in the sky that could possibly be huge, you know. But to the trained observer, like a photographer that knows like forced perspective and other photography tricks and other right. natural uh, phenomenon, is like what the report said, natural phenomenon, this is one of them, where these spider, high altitude spider webs can be, that fly through the sky that are long and they go across the whole sky. It's on video, they can appear to be like huge mothership craft way up there in the sky, which right, they're not, right. they're just like debris, spider webs are, or what they refer to as angel hair. A lot of people back in the day didn't understand or know what it was. They called it angel hair. Now there are legitimate phenomenon where this big goop angel hair stuff, this big white goop stuff falls out of the sky and they call it angel hair. It's this long stringy stuff that was a phenomenon where people don't understand what it was. But just these little dinky spider webs that are long that fly through the sky, people can videotape them and they look like UFOs, look big cylinder crafts. So to the regular person, they can't, they wouldn't know know that. And so that's just one of the things I was taught. And through sky watching and train and training your eye and looking at the sky and videotaping, you would learn that eventually on your own. But right, I was right. sh trained and show, you know, shown exactly what that was right away. Because a lot of people would be tricked. They would see that in videotape and think it really was a UFO and a big, huge ship. And they would put it on YouTube and they would debate people that told them, no, that's not what it is. You know, and it would go on forever and ever. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, yeah, you know how that goes. But Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's just how it is. So, I've known a few people that just absolutely insist that's what it is yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah. they can't and that's the thing that's what clutters the whole you know that's where all the you know you have to have, be skeptical of course that's why but that's what clutters the phenomenon with garbage and junk and that's what makes people not believe and well, i'm a big you know, i'm a big ancient the alien theory guy and uh yeah what what irritates me about them is some of those guys on there are just the worst you know they, oh, they make yeah. everything look just horrible because they they come up with just the the most outlandish things you know Giorgio Tsoukalos doesn't he he's pretty he's pretty balanced I think even though he's really into you know everything is done by aliens but he'll tell you hey this you know this could be or it could not be but yeah. there's a couple of them on there I can't I can't remember the one guy's name right now he's got real blonde hair and um, everything you know, like water comes from aliens, according to him. I mean, it's like, it's just, it's just crazy. You know, it's like, yeah. And he, and he, he links things like this happened. So this must happen and this must happen. And then now we have water and it's like, what, what are you talking about? And, and he didn't actually say water comes from, but I'm just, I'm over exaggerating yeah. what he does. Cause every time he talks, I'm like, you're killing it, man. That's the yeah. kind of guy that makes people not believe in this stuff. So <laughs> I'm glad yeah. that we have actual people out there looking and not just, yeah, that's the whole that that was my whole thing was if I'm I'm looking for the evidence for the proof So I have to get something on camera that proves it to me and not only is it gonna prove it to me when I See it with my eye with my naked eye when I videotape it That's the proof later that it was real even though I already right. you know you see right. it differently with your eye than it looks like on camera yeah. but you know at least with your eye you'll you know, it's it's real, you know, but with your camera, you're able to maybe not capture the exact 
you know, image that you, you know, you could see with your eye, but at least it all depends, you know, on how right. close it is or what it looks like or whatever. But it's mainly just for evidence to get the evidence that they're real, you know, for myself. Yeah. Because I already and know that, it. I already know it's real, but you yeah. know, I want. That's what we need too. We need people yeah. doing more people doing that too. So, yeah. Well, exactly. well Jeff, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this up, and then we'll, yeah, we'll do thanks. this again in in another you know a couple weeks or something, and or next time Absolutely. you get something good on on camera, and maybe For we'll sure. bring a couple of the other sky watchers in that you're talking to, and yeah. uh, see what they have I'll, to say. Yeah, I'll send you an email if I get anything good for my. Uh, you can check it out on my channel. Okay. I'll send you a video link or anything like that. Okay. Sounds good. Well, I appreciate cool. it, man. All Keep right, watching. Bet. Yeah, <laughs> All I right, will man. for sure. All right. Good. Bye bye. bye. What a ride on late city nights.